Hello, it's uh, Alfie here, and you're listening to the Ultimate Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things fantasy. Hope you do enjoy the show today. As usual, we've got a lot of ha-ha-ha and a lot of mmm, interesting, uh, to help you with your Game Week 29. There's been some breaking news that's unfolded regarding Arsenal Man City. You'll hear about that shortly. Uh, do enjoy the show. Um, please, I'm going to remind you again, this is an independent podcast. If you do enjoy it, please like and share and give as much support as you can because uh, it's made uh, with no budget with these two gold hands. Something like that. Anyway, enough of that nonsense. Uh, let's enjoy some football chat. Get Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to March, eh? We're here at March. Hello, Nathan. Hello, mate. How are you all right? I'm good. I'm very good. Good. Tip top. Tip top. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Hello, the secret journalist. Oh, oh he's not here, is he? No. Nah. Too busy. Too, Too busy working again. Uh, never mind. Um, well, we can just do it without him, to be honest. Uh, fine. And, and Nathan, actually, breaking news. Mm-hmm. Arsenal and Manchester City double game week confirmed this week, Wednesday the 11th. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's so, a quick turnaround. So that's this uh, this game week. Yeah. Crikey. Game week 29. Changes everything. It was. Um, well, actually, that's love. Love changes yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> Sharky would say. Um, yeah. And other breaking news. Uh, a Twitter mention from at 189Johnson. <laughs> Took a punt on your West Ham prediction. Thanks to you, I smashed my mate good and proper with Antonio. Nice. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's a euphemism. Yeah, exactly. Who's Antonio? <laughs> I'm sure it was a great weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of good weekends, did you have a nice one? It was nice. It was quiet. I saw you briefly. Did, did you? Yeah, Saturday evening. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know you don't remember that. Uh, yeah. Please drink responsibly, folks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because I went to see Dulwich Hamlet, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, the beer there is really good. Yeah. Being a middle class, sort of like <laughs> hobbyist club that it is. Yeah. But it was really funny. I took my mate Matt and he was just like, this is so funny. It's so mm. far removed from football. But it's nice. It's lovely. It's, it's a nice lovely. day out. Yeah. I mean, for, apparently the game wasn't all that. No, but... the game was absolutely dire. <laughs> it was, nothing happened. There was no shots. Yeah, I mean, there was nothing. It was just all up in the air and in the middle of the park. People, uh, I say people, the players fighting against the elements. Yeah, I think when when the weather's bad up there in Cha- on Champion Hill, it's not exactly yeah. good... on Champion Hill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was but that. otherwise good weekend. <laughs> uh, let's do the quick quiz. Okay. Liverpool, of course, lost three 0 to Watford mm. this weekend. The last time they lost to Watford in the Premier League was actually back in 2015. The score then was 3-0. Ah. Uh, Odian Agallo scored two goals. I want you to name the Dutchman who scored the other. Ooh. Right. And there's a bonus point if you can name the Liverpool goalkeeper that day as well. Okay. This is quite hard, actually. This is quite hard, yeah. Yeah, I'll let that fester. Right, let's talk FPL. Uh, the team pod, FPL, team result. Um, game week 28, 34 points we got. The average, yeah, average 26, though. Oh. Yeah. And actually, we've moved up 
little green arrow. Yeah, little green aloe, little green arrow. Not seen you for a little yeah. while. <laughs> we definitely haven't, actually. <laughs> I was really surprised. Yeah, so we were up from 382289 to 367180. I think lots of people didn't realise about all the blanks. It's I think be, there's that. It? Yeah, there's a lot of... yeah, Or couldn't do anything about it, really, without busting their points. Without busting and... I think I know there's seven million players, but I don't really think there's really seven million players as such. Oh, there'll be lots of um, ghost managers or Sam Manners, as we call them. Yeah, ghost managers. Uh, I also think this is controversial. I think there's some bots. No, what would they have to gain? Well, I, well, we'll come to that. But okay, I, I think um, some scores are so outlandishly good that no one would perceive it we could conceivably decide to make those decisions do all the uh teams have like as their description proud dad with a union jack because that's usually <laughs> a dead giveaway of a bot <laughs> <laughs> nice i like it anyway so we're up we're up to three six seven one eighty uh we fell foul of the vardy thing mm. of course which you know i don't know where i stand with that but yeah that's fine we brought him in but we brought him in for the fixtures so we brought him in for the yeah Upcoming fixtures. Having said that, Leicester don't look that good at no. the moment, which is worrying. Uh, Salah, eight goals in five games against Watford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was our captain, but solid four points. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, luckily, our faith in Decore, Jimenez and Aurier yeah. paid off. Mm. We've got some changes to really think about, Nath. Mm. So Declan Rice is hanging around here. Because we brought him in for that West Ham double game week ages ago. Yeah. He's sort of still there. Mm. Um, anyway, so looking at changes, 4.4 million in the bank. Okay. I've got a few options. We're loaded. <laughs> yeah, we're loaded, mate. I was thinking we actually just sell off the club and go on holiday, but yeah. we can't do that apparently. Uh, option one, we, we bring in a defender. Okay. Uh, well, we need to get rid of Lundstrom anyway. Mm. Uh, maybe someone cheap from Watford or Palace. I mean, yeah. those fixtures. So that's one option. Because uh, our forward lines, Vardy, Jimenez, and Ings, mm. I quite like that. Uh, Tierney is nearing fitness. Okay. We could hold off, hold off for him. Do you really trust Arsenal? I know he might get assists, but do you really trust Arsenal to keep clean sheets? This is the problem. Uh, I, I think they're much improved. Under I, do you know Arteta. what? I trust them way more now than I have done in... A few years. I would say 15 years. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Arteta. I just like the lad. I think he's good. Mm. Option two, drop mm. Declan Rice and bring in another budget midfielder. When I say budget, I mean Saka for 4.6 million. Yep. Especially that double game week going on. Only issue is if Tierney's back, is Saka going to play? But, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's their best player, isn't he? Uh, the other <laughs> one I was looking at is Matic, 4.8 million. Mm. I think get... good for draft. I don't think he's that great for... Uh... No, but he did get an assist. Yeah. And mm. he had a few shots. Yeah. Which was... In... It's so, sort of old-fashioned thing, which was encouraging. Yeah. Although I don't like having United players. Option three, drop Declan Rice and mm. bring in Fernandez. Yeah, uh, I like that option. <laughs> but obviously Man United player Man City. Yeah, but they've actually, over the last couple of years, got a decent record against Man City. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure you've looked at that. Have you? Or... No, because we're not covering that, are Yeah, we? yeah, we're not covering <laughs> it. Um, the, their record isn't that great, actually. Uh, at Old Trafford. They haven't beaten them since 2015 at Old Trafford. Really? Oh, it's mainly at the Etihad then. They yeah, they normally get cup results when mm. it doesn't matter. Uh, option four, <laughs> drop either Ings or Vardy and bring in Aubameyang. Mm. Double game week. Yeah. 
that one of those games against Man City that can be sometimes misleading. Yeah. Option five, do nothing. I don't like option five. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. If you stand still, you're going backwards. Uh, Yeah. Although you do gain that extra transfer next week. Yeah. That's the only thing. Uh, So what are you thinking? I like either Fernandez because he seems to be at the heart of everything that United are doing. And he's taking the penalties as well. And corners, isn't he? And corners. Free kicks. And free kicks. And washing the kit. And yeah. <laughs> um, he's probably doing the team talks. He's well. a, yeah, exactly. He's their cheap mode player. Yeah. Um, potentially time to change out Lundstrom. Although I'm tempted to see what Wilder does this weekend because Berger had a great first game and then he's been pretty average the next two and looks like he's settling in and maybe and Lundstrom's made a difference when he's come off the bench. That is a good point. That's a good point. That was my only thing of uh, my hesitancy of mm. getting rid of Lundstrom is those exact things. I'm thinking mm, he might give him a game. Yeah. All right, we'll have a think during the week and then I'll post it online. Cool. Uh, In the official Fantasy Podcast League, Mm. uh, congratulations, Steve Saunders. Yeah, exactly. The new leader of the greatest league in the world. Well done, Steve. Um, Steve's team, uh, Sobo White Bear. Okay. I don't know... the reference is something I don't know what it is. I, I White Bear it. was a Black Mirror episode. But oh, really, White Bear spelled as in Isle of Wight. Oh, okay. And Sobo as in like Soho. Mm, don't, don't know. know. It's probably something really offensive. Let us know, Steve. We'd just be really naive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> probably broadcasting some far far right message right now. I don't mean it, Steve. <laughs> um, he scored fifty one points this game week mm. and now has a total of seventeen oh five. That's good, isn't it? He's yeah, got, he's got Bruno Fernandez in his team. Of course, he has. Yeah. Um, so there will be prizes this season. Join our league. Join our league. The best league in the world. The Ultimate Fantasy Podcast League. The league code is PSD. BV4, PSD, BV4, and I'm slightly getting scared a little bit because I've no idea what those prizes will be. Yeah, and don't join the league if you've got more points than Steve Saunders at the moment. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> That's yeah. not fair, is it? <laughs> <laughs> right, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Some called the greatest feature on planet Earth <laughs> This thus far. Okay, the good, bad, and the ugly. So the high-scoring FPL manager for game week 28 overall. Well done to... Vazila Jankovic. Nice. Widel Jankovic, whose team FK Vasquez amassed okay. a whopping 101 points. From such a small game week. Yeah. Well done. 101, right? Well done, Widow. <laughs> Here's the team Pope, Tarkovsky, Trent, Soyinchu, Doherty, Saar, who was captain. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Fernandez, Bergwine. Calvert-Lewin, Ings and Jimenez. He had, had one transfer this week and that was Saar for Grealish. This is what I mean about bots. Insider trading, This is I what reckon. I mean about bots. This, this can't be a real person. Uh, Chelsea fan. Mm. Obviously all in the Chelsea league. Um, Nathan. Vazil Jankovic. Weirdo Jankovic. Uh, is he good, bad or just plain ugly? Um, I reckon he's bad. Okay, I can tell you that Vasil Jankovic has an overall ranking of... He's good then. Yeah, that's I'm good. I'm not very good at this. <laughs> no, but I still don't... Anyway. I can't believe he's brought in Saar and Captain. That is a hunch and a half, that isn't is, it? That is Back to the Future. 
I mean, obviously, Liverpool looked suspect against West Ham in the game before, but even so, like... No one predicted that result. No. De La Feu or maybe Dini I could have, like, got behind. But Saar, just back from injury. Yeah, so Vasil jumped a million places with that score. A million places. A million places. Not, I'm not surprised, actually. Yeah, I'm I... not surprised. I mean, it's massive. Okay, so he would have been way behind us, but yeah, now he's yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 1.7. Yeah. Uh, he points last week and 98 the week before. So he's he's on a roll. Yeah. So he's uh, something in the water, wherever he is. Yeah. Well done. Send us that water. Send us the water. <laughs> uh, okay. Team names. Yeah. The third best feature. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so I went on Vasil's leagues yep. to check out, uh, I think, the Serbian leagues. Okay. Um, some good ones, actually. Old and pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> well done, uh, Ratsko Batanski. I like that one a lot. Uh, this one, um, I imagine, is is just a translation thing. Mm. Dance arena. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it means. Isn't that... It's just two words put together, isn't it? Yeah, or is it that like Xbox game where you have the mat and dance on it? Isn't that called something like that? Yeah, but you wouldn't name your football team after that, would you? Don't know if you're really into dancing. Well, you would if you're Slobodan Sakulic. Mm. Well done. And this one's all right, actually. Uh, you Neves Walker Alonso. I liked it until the end. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> Mateja Dinic. Well, nice done. one, Mateja. Have you got one? Nah, none. Christ. I haven't had time. That's fine, that's fine. I don't <laughs> mind. Uh, right, that's the end of that. That's to draw fantasy. I'm up for this bit. Okay, good. Uh, so, uh, some pretty good transfer gambles this week. Again, Nathan, mm. 55 to 41, you beat Manners. Yeah, I needed it in the end. Uh, you did need it in the end. Uh, you picked up Alonso. I did, yeah. So, I originally brought in Max Ahrens, who got to... So, I watched the game yes. on Friday, clean sheet and an assist. But I'd since transferred him out again, so I was absolutely stewing. <laughs> yeah. But then I transferred in Alonso instead. So score two goals, of course. Yeah, exactly. I mean that was um, it's a massive gamble. That I think as we just discussed before. I mean Chelsea are nowhere near keeping clean sheets. No, um, you never know whether he's going to start. Mm. But if he does start, is it got? Is that the thinking? He's, just he's such a threat. So do you know that since he came into the league, well, when it, since he came into the league with Chelsea, because he obviously had a short spell with Sunderland as well. Yeah. And Bolton. And Bolton. No defender has scored more goals than Marcos Alonso in that time. Really? Yeah. I think he's got something like 19 goals now. He's a threat. He's a yeah. unit as well, isn't he? Mm. Good in the air. Yeah. Uh, personally, I, I had a Jamie Vardy scare for my draft team mm. as well. I had a double headache. Uh, so then I quickly drafted in Ian Nacho before the deadline. Yeah. He scored a perfectly good goal, <laughs> I thought. I don't understand the handball, right? Because the mm. defender handled it as well. He handled it before Iheanacho. Yeah, right. And then, but then it's a free kick to to, to Norwich. I don't understand. It's again this thing that really annoys. I don't mind the handball rule as it is if it applied to defenders as well. So if an attacking player touches it in any way, even if it's unintentional, or even if yeah. it's in the shadow of their or silhouette of their body, yeah, there's no goal. Defenders seem to be able to do pretty much what they want. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I thought the game was about goals. Like, why yeah. the defence got, like, a more benefit than the attack? I have no idea. Yeah. But also, like, the Norwich defender hit his arm, which when then went on to 
Inacho's hand. So therefore, if he didn't <laughs> touch his arm, he wouldn't touch Inacho's hand. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, that, so the Inacho gamble didn't really pay off, but I still won. 47-41. Nice. Uh, secret journalist lost to Moon. 26-46. Yeah. The wheels are off. He's lost uh, Delafeu as well. Yeah, I know. That looked season nasty. Now. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Did you see it? No, I didn't. It was, uh, looked horrendous. Did it? Yeah, yeah. What was it? A knee, knee thing? Knee thing. Um, quite a... So Virgil van Dijk came over and kind of... Well, it's one of those that if the attacking player does it again, if the attacking player does it to the defender, he basically put his arm out and pushed over De La Feo. De La Feo's studs kind of get caught in the ground and he go, uh, all of his weight goes onto his knee, like in the wrong direction. Um, yeah, it looked like a nasty one. But it's exactly, that's the foul that attackers never get away with. But defenders, especially Van Dyke, who I rate, gets away with a lot of just like pushing people over because mm. he looks so graceful. Yeah. <laughs> he looks so wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I dodged the salad bullet this week as well, didn't I? So you did dodge the salad. I've got it this week. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Although Liverpool didn't. Liverpool. Well, we'll get to Liverpool, yeah. but they're um, they're yeah. the uh, lowest uh, xG of any team in the Premier League at game week twenty eight. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Um, so the league now is looking. Phil is now only uh, Phil Secret Journalist is now only four points clear at the top of fifty. Three, and then Moons were 49 because that was a top of the table clash. Mm. The Thunder Bastards, the uh, team of the people, <laughs> uh, now up to third with 48. And who's that in fifth with 46? It me. It's you, isn't it? <laughs> Mate, what a run. This is brilliant. I know. This is turning into a proper chase now. Right, now let's talk transfers. So, yes, mm. so uh, uh, you didn't get Sar. I did. I was ahead yeah. of on the waivers. I think I had one game week where I didn't do any waiver action and it's just lucked out with that really yeah uh, i also went out all out arsenal mm. i bought in tinny just to see how that works out saka and i already had martinelli but i swapped him out for enkitia because yeah I, as we were discussed during the arsenal pompey game uh we think for he's more likely to get in the side because obamian's going to play on that left wing yeah yeah i think it? so yeah especially with two games as well that he, uh, you'd imagine that enkitia will get a run out even if lacazette Yes, in one of them. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you hope, I hope no, I hope so. No, yeah. anyway. Uh, Fernandinho was another guy I brought in, he was there sitting mm. in the waivers. Uh, obviously, plays defense, listed in mid- midfielder, gets but can get Kante points. Yeah, and two game weeks, uh, sorry, two games for them in this mm. game week. Um, I was looking at bringing defender, might not bother. What was your what other ones in your transfers? Did I was you in for on? McBurney as well. What's this big man? Why is he so hot? Or Did you see his tackles and interceptions this week? No, no. What was it? Um, it was I can't remember which way it, round it was, but it was six and two. Wow. Yeah. Is that a constant As a thing forward, uh, and actually he's got he's picking up quite a lot of TIs and assists, and he's also he now looks like he is the first choice striker that he's done. Hmm. He started most of the games recently. Looks a threat, and I feel like he's even if he doesn't score. He's going to get a solid four or five points, which is actually what some Mate, of those forwards who just get an assist get as well. That's so. that's Rondon territory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, I was in for him. Not actually brought anyone in this week. Players that I'm thinking about. Yeah, between you and me and <laughs> and and the listeners, <laughs> yeah. uh, Fleck. Yeah. These are all ones that are in the free bins, obviously. Fleck, Hoybier, and your favourite player in the world, Hudson Atoy, Harvey. Barnes. Oh, is he on the waivers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is he? Got released this week, yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, and I, obviously I've got, I'm carrying Son, but some fairly good news on Son. Looks like he will be back this season now, so. Well, if Andre Gomez can come back from <laughs> having his leg chopped off, 
I mean, I, what's he doing running around? Is it his brother or something? I, I've no I've, idea. I've not seen an injury like that before in my life. His foot. It must have been a clean break. His foot essentially fell off and he had to carry, <laughs> yeah. carry it off with it. Apparently, that's not his foot he's got on there now. Yeah. Paul McCartney's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Game week transfer. Game week, sorry. Game week fixtures. Tommy Guns against Tris. Mm-hmm. Um, that double game week, Tris has got KDB and Jesus. Okay. Uh, he's also got Fernandez now. For a team languishing at the bottom, he's got quite a good squad. Mm. It's the manager that maybe it's the problem there. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this, <laughs> uh, Nathan, you've got Dow, who's having a bit of resurgence, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, Super Genesis says Robson. Robson is a very high uh, player points uh, earner, but is now like relegation fodder. He'd be bottom of the luck league, definitely. Oh, he's definitely bottom of the luck league, I think. Yeah. And I've got Manners, who has Salah, and that worries me. Mm. Okay, and that's the end of Draft Fantasy, and that's the whistle for half time. Brilliant. Don't forget you contact us on Twitter at OmitFPod. Don't go anywhere, because in half time, we've got the half time analysis with Matt Kearney and Tommy Gunn. Hello, Matt Kenny. How are you, mate? Hey, how's it going, Alfie? Uh, I'm I'm good. Uh, we both got done by Vardy. Uh, you especially as well. Uh, is that going to hinder your decision making for this game week? Well, look, I think I'm stuck with him now. I mean, I've only won free transfer, and I haven't got enough to get in uh, Aubameyang, who's the kind of flavour of the week. So. I think I'm going to persevere with Jamie Vardy and hope for the best. That's not really your focus this week, is it? Because the double game week has definitely got your attention. Yeah, it's been only announced today. Um, There was a lot of speculation kind of the last few days that it would take place next Wednesday, uh, midweek. Um, So it's officially been announced. And uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people will look at Man City's fixtures and see, you know, away to to Man United and then a home against Arsenal and maybe not be too kind of tempted to get a few players in but I think Man City have an incredible attacking potential and if you know if you can nail the players we, we, we will expect rotation you know there's a Real Madrid game coming up that they'll have their eye on so um, you know the likes of Aguero uh, Kevin De Bruyne maybe Ederson those kind of maybe safer picks could definitely uh, throw up a good captaincy option maybe even triple captain for those who still have the chip so yeah it'll be interesting Mm, and because, as well, a lot of people are losing faith in Liverpool, aren't they? Yeah, I see a lot of people on Twitter who are kind of considering uh, losing Mane, um, you know, getting the likes. Those who have two free transfers maybe doing a swap to get Aubameyang or uh, Aguero, you know. So it's one of those risky decisions. I mean, Liverpool are home to Bournemouth and, you know, Liverpool have had, what, three defeats in the last, the last week or two. So they'll definitely be playing for some of their pride back. Um, as well as trying to wrap the league up early. So I reckon, you know, it, it will be an early game. Uh, we may, may get some early team news on whether there's changes from the FA Cup team um, with the likes of Mane maybe getting a rest, who knows. Um, but yeah, I think Liverpool have serious potential as well at a time where a lot of people may be losing faith in either defensive assets or midfield assets. So definitely want to keep an eye on and maybe think twice about losing. Um, so who are you captain this week then? 
Um, well, I've got Kevin De Bruyne. I think he's probably the most likely one to play the most minutes for Man City. Uh, we can probably expect a lot of rotation between the front three, the likes of, you know, I've got Mares. I think he's an option where if you have him, keep him. If you don't have him, don't bring him in. Mm. Um, you know, Aguero, will he share time with uh, Jesus? Who knows? Um, you know, Sani's only coming back. He's played an under-23 game. Sterling's back in the fray. So that, that front three will see a lot of rotation, but I think De Bruyne is probably the safe option. You know, he's the creative force. He's probably most likely to play the most minutes, so I think I'll go with him. But I'm not brave enough to, to triple captain, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, well, fair enough, mate, fair enough. Well, thanks very much, Matt. Um, have a lovely game week. Hope it brings much better fortune for you this time round, and we'll speak to you next week. Cheers, I'll be thanks. Tatty's jerk, Tatty's jerk, I got a jerk, it's full of tactics that brings me luck and you will suck, cause you don't have a Tatty's truck. Fresh from Pancake Tuesday uh, last week, eating six pancakes, that's right, it's Tommy Gunn. Alfie, how's it going man? Oh, alright, alright, six pancakes man. Six pancakes is not a big deal. But it, what's scary is that you're not a heifer, and um, but you don't know that six pancakes is a big deal. Six, but that, I'm not talking like massive pancakes. I'm just talking little, you know, small to medium sized frying pan, quite thin. Okay. You know, two, two mouthful pancakes. Okay, I suppose it's yeah. Two. You can eat them in one, but that would be greedy. So I do two just to be a little bit more polite. Yeah. <laughs> but no more than that. They're no, they're no bigger than that. They're not like you know six bites or anything like that and what, what's the topping nutella <laughs> like obviously yeah fine fair enough more of a honey and banana man myself but you know honey and banana get out <laughs> um so game week uh terms uh draft fantasy um you had a horrific yeah. game week because horrific you, game week. you fall uh you fell foul of the um games not being played because you had arsenal yeah. core and who else did you have uh, Sheffield United call. So you lost 14 to 33, Mingin Phil. I got 14 points, which actually surprised me. I think I had five players. Yeah, five so players, exactly, yeah. Everybody else was been self-isolating, so that was bad. Really. I knew, I, I kind of knew we were going to lose that. I, I couldn't shuffle my deck enough to, to even stand a chance, really. So I uh, just wrote that game off. Um, still ninth in the table. Uh, I'm down there tied on points with... Tris, who I play this game week. You are playing this game week, so, game week 29, which actually could work in your favour because it's been announced that yeah. Arsenal uh, Man City are having an extra game week. And you do have yeah. famously three Arsenal players, including Aubameyang. So we have our we have a game in hand, yeah. So we've played 27 in the league. Everybody else played 28. So our, our rescheduled game with City is now going ahead on the 11th. It's a late game. So um, I binned off Naby Keita because he was just doing nothing. And I put in Gundogan because basically he's the only Man City midfielder available. So, yeah, I think he might play. And then, obviously, I've got my three Arsenal big guns to get. I've got six spins of the dice there, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That's good. Are you looking to bring anyone else in uh, this game? What about Zinchenko? Zinchenko I've looked at, but it's just the usual, isn't it? You just don't know who's going to get games. Who do I drop? Wolves have got Brighton at home, so I don't really want to drop any of my defenders. I've got Saisi? Sayas. Sayas. And Cody, uh, both good, both kind of doing stuff. Unlikely to concede against Brighton. Brighton do look like they are in big trouble now, I think. They're just not getting anything. They're not getting any sort of 
It's not getting any goals, are they? Uh, so that's good. Looking good for game week 29. And in terms of the accumulator last week, um, you got, oh. you predicted, uh, it was eight, obviously you went for, uh, one result you got uh, bang on was obviously Bournemouth and Chelsea to draw. Ruined, of course, by Liverpool. Ruined by Liverpool. Yeah, we did all right. A lot of the games kind of went our way. Um, but that said, I have had a winner. I have had a 2012 winner, a 20, 2012? 2020 winner on the horses the other night. So, I feel like I'm up now. I had a big win, a 40 to 1 outsider. So that was good. All right, good. Christmas party, here we come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, thanks very much then, Tommy Gunn. Uh, we'll speak to you next week. All right, mate. Yeah, great stuff. See you later. So welcome to the second half. There's a whistle. And we're underway. Let's do the game week fixtures for game week 29. Right, Saturday, 7th of March. Liverpool against Bournemouth in the early kickoff. Then we've got Arsenal against West Ham. Crystal Palace against Watford. Sheffield United against Norwich. Southampton against Newcastle. Wolves against Brighton. Burnley against Tottenham in the evening kickoff. And then on Sunday, the 8th of March, Chelsea against Everton. Man United against Man City. On Monday, it's Leicester versus Aston Villa. And now, on Wednesday, the 11th of March, Arsenal versus Man City. Fixture focus, Nathan. Fixture focus. Mm. Uh, first game, Burnley versus Spurs. Now, Burnley, mm. unbeaten in six. They've won four, drawn two, conceding only two goals. Spurs mm. lost. Uh, have lost two games on the bounce, three if you include Leipzig. Yeah. Um, in 11 Premier League meetings, Spurs have won seven, Burnley two. Spurs spanked the Clarets 5-0 in December. Yeah. Mm. But Burnley's last victory actually came the last time these two met at Turf Moor back in February 2019, that was 2-1. Mm. So, yeah. And obviously, no Kane, no Son for Spurs. Yeah, that 5-0 game was the game where Son scored that incredible George Weyer-esque goal. Oh, when he ran through yeah. everyone at yeah. ridiculous pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Spurs, only one win in the last five away games as well. Weird clash of styles because, obviously, Burnley, very solid, don't concede many goals. Not a lot of games where they have both teams to score, if you're a betting kind of person. Mm. Spurs, obviously the most common scoreline with Mourinho in charge has been 4-3. Is it? Um, but they've had a few 3-2s in that time as yeah. well. Yeah. So I I wonder how it's going to go. I actually, Spurs look like they're a bit of a threat going forward. He seems to, because he's missing Son and Kane, he is trying to get the ball forward and play those attacking players in. The mm. Celso's playing deep. I think Spurs' big problem isn't so much the defenders it's the cover in front of him. I just don't think Harry Winks is a defensive midfielder. Harry, He's a neat and tidy number eight, I think. I think you can maybe change a vowel in his name. That would sum him up better. <laughs> Wonks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, they are conceding a lot of chances from open play. Yeah, so teams are just running through at them. And obviously, it doesn't help with Ori on the right. Ben Davies these days does not look anywhere near the player he no. was. So he's he was always short of a yard of pace, but now the when he got booked, it was literally he looked like he was running through treacle to get to the uh, yeah. ball. Um yeah, so a little bit worried about those. I think Burnley um players that I would worry about are Taylor and McNeil up against Aurier. Yeah, Charlie Taylor, actually, the fantasy football chaps, um, our friends who help us with fan tracks, uh, they've highlighted him as a player for four fan tracks to do mm. well. I've just dropped in my draft team, so there you go. Uh, there's no Harry Kane, obviously, it would be said, who likes yeah. to score against... He's got eight goals and six games against Burnley. Mm. Uh, but Deli Alley, who okay. will play, has never been on the losing side whilst facing Burnley. Interesting. Uh, two goals, four assists and six games versus Sean Dyche's side. 
he hasn't scored in four games, but did get two assists at the weekend. Yeah. Um, do you see this going Spurs way, Nathan? I don't, unfortunately. <gasps> yeah. My, oh my. Yeah. Um, I'll, I think Lacelso is playing very well at the moment. Bergwijn looks like he's been a great signing. Um, but I just can't see... I can't really see how they're going to beat Burnley, unfortunately. No. I think Burnley will be too solid for their attack to make too much of a dent. And I don't trust Spurs to keep a clean sheet at the moment. So so if you were to choose a player from either side, who would it be? Um, I'd pick McNeil just because he's up against Dorio. And I'd probably, I think Lacelso's is due a goal. So maybe Lacelso, if Spurs do anything, I think Lacelso will be at the heart of it. Um, mm. Yeah, do you, do you want an interesting little quick quiz question? Always. So obviously Spurs lost three two to Wolves at the weekend. Yeah, their under twenty threes played Wolves under twenty threes on Monday. They won three two. Can you guess who scored one goal and got an assist in that game for Spurs? Troy Parrott. No, Troy Parrott did score. Oh, oh, I know this. Pochettino. Yeah, Maurizio Pochettino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I had to read it at least 15 times. Yeah, it's Maurizio with a Z, Z rather than a C, it? isn't it? But yeah, yeah I mean, his son, he, uh, yeah. yeah, he's a right winger, I think. Um, yeah, looks quite tasty. Well, he won't get a game, will he? Mm. Um, I, I actually think um, Tottenham will win this and I think yeah. uh, Bergwijn will be the man. I so think this your freak result. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a freak result. But Burnley fixtures, I think now is the time to drop Burnley players. They got mm. Tottenham, Man City, Watford, Crystal Palace, Sheffield United, um, West Ham, okay, and Liverpool. I think yeah. now's the time to dump Burnley. Mm. Uh, go, f- yeah, that's it. All right, so what score are you going for? I'm going for. I'm going for three two. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going for two nil to Burnley. Oh, another clean sheet. Hello. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let's move on to um, Southampton, Newcastle. More glamorous teams. This one I flagged up as a bit of a freak result, actually. Historically, mm. this has always been a decent fixture. Yeah. Matt Letizier famously scored quite possibly the best brace I've ever seen in mm. 1993. Normally good few goals in this fixture. Since Ronald Koeman dispatched Rafa 3-1 back in 2016, the Saints have failed to beat Magpies in five Premier League matchups. Mm. Having lost three of those, two defeats come in the last two meetings. So 3-1 and 2-1 most recently in December. In their defeat against West Ham at the weekend, Saints had 63% possession, but did concede a lot of chances, good chances from open play, mm. the second most in game week 28. But lucky for them, Newcastle's XG from open play was one of the worst of the game week. Yeah. So despite that fact, that against Burnley, they had 21 attempts on goal. Yeah. The third highest in game week 28. So what a weird side Newcastle are. But zero big chances, according to Opta. Yeah, there you go. So mm. this means... What's going to happen is set piece is going to decide this one. Newcastle this season, just on big chances, they've only created 26 big chances all season. Um, So that's an optostat of a good chance. It's similar to XG in a lot of ways, but a chance that you would expect um, to lead to a goal. Um, Obviously dangerous from set pieces. I feel in some ways that obviously Southampton got done by West Ham for a team that kind of, sat off and broke at pace with yeah. with um your likes of Antonio Fornals, Alaire. Newcastle in some ways are a team that are set up to be able to do that. With the Elmira on the St. Max, yeah. Exactly. And yeah, maybe Joel Linton, but he's not the player that Haller is. Um, no. So there is some hope for Newcastle there. I just don't feel that they've got their act together though. 
at all. Um, like you were saying, there's always goals in this game. There's been one goalless draw in the last 13. And generally, go. both teams score as well. If you look mm. at um, both teams to score, I think there's something like a 90% chance. Yeah, isn't it normally like a 2-1, 3-1 scenario I, yeah, I exactly, saw? Yeah, exactly, Newcastle, though, they, um, they've got no wins in their last five games and only one in 10 yeah. now. And they failed to score in four of those last um, five games as well. Um, they've won once since Xmas Day. Yeah, well, yeah. there you go. Um, but he tried two strikers at the weekend, didn't he? Dwight Gale came in to part to give Jellington some um, support. His stats look pretty good, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Southampton in that same period since Christmas, they've got four wins and a draw as well, which has really stabilised their season because them and Newcastle would have been mm. very similar kind of placings. And Southampton, they look like they're pretty much safe, safe now. Um, they do. Yeah. So you're going for Newcastle win? I don't think, I don't think so. No, but I f- I f- I'm going for a Southampton two-one win. So both teams to score again. Newcastle okay. to improve, but I think Southampton just got a better team, even though Southampton don't have a great home record. Mm. Well, Danny Engs did score against Newcastle at St James's December. Uh, for Freddy- Federico Fernandez was the Newcastle defender to score that day. If mm. that's your thing, um, I did hear rumours of a fallout between St Max and Bruce. Yeah, but he didn't um, start at the weekend, did he? He didn't, but he played in the FA Cup and he had the most amazing shot and he set up a good goal for mm. Almiron. So yeah. there you go. Uh, Fantasy Football Chaps, Prediction Fan Tracks, they've gone for Gineppo and Richie. Yep. Guy Richie. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to go for a Newcastle win, actually. Are I'm going to go for a 2 one yeah. Is this your freak result? Or? That's my freak result. You certainly predict Southampton to lose quite a lot, don't you? <laughs> it's funny, that, isn't it? I yeah. just, I just think they're... I I just I don't know mm. I don't know I just think football goes that way sometimes it's yeah going to look, and plus they're at home they're not very good at home no uh, we're going to have a short drinks break and you're going to listen to FPL content creator FPL Nymphra who has the trending transfers Of the goalkeepers, Pope is by far the most transferred in goalkeeper ahead of game week 29, with over 21 plus thousand purchases. Henderson is the next most transferred in goalkeeper, but nowhere near Pope, with just 9,000 plus buys. In defence, Doherty is back and FPL managers are not hanging about with getting him in, as 52,000 of you jump aboard the Wolves man. Alonso is also picking up pace as one of the most transferred in defenders this week, with 39 plus thousand purchases. In midfield, FPL managers have flocked to the new Man United arrival as he picks up 117 plus thousand purchases. A first start from Saar after injury and him getting two goals and an assist to end Liverpool's unbeaten run has FPL managers' attention, with over 52 plus thousand managers having plumped for the Watford man already. Up front, Aubameyang is the trendiest player in by far this week with over 149 plus thousand purchases and Yota is picking up pace as 93 plus thousand managers pick up the Wolves man who got the goal and assist against Spurs. That was FBI Nymphro with the Trading Transfers. You can hear more from her if you go click the link to her YouTube page in our episode blurb. Right Nathan, the Quickchers. Mm. Arsenal versus West Ham. West Ham are actually the first team to inflict defeat on the Gunners in the Emirates back in 2007. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a 1 0 win. The goal scorer, Nathan, who was it? Um, 2007. West 2007, Ham. West Ham. Joe Cole. No, Bobby Zamora. 
Hey, he comes up quite a lot. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Um, Carlos Tevez played in that game for West Ham. Okay. That? That's weird, isn't it? Uh, since that defeat in 2007, West Ham have played Arsenal 11 times at the Emirates, winning mm. only once and drawing mm. only once, so losing nine times. Uh, Arsenal win, Nath? Yeah, Arsenal historically strong in this game versus West Ham. They've uh, they've lost just twice in the last 24 fixtures with West Ham. In terms of their current form at the moment, there's seven without losing in the league. Still a lot of draws in there as well. West Ham, interestingly, they played with four kind of attacking players this last game week, but it still only had 33% possession, but looked like they had uh. more of a plan going forward with Alaire, Antonio Fornells and... Bowen all kind of yeah, he's cool, um, breaking yeah. the pace so yeah they are capable of breaking quickly and that might give Arsenal a bit of a problem will Moyes do that again though play all those attacking players he dropped Snodgrass though. yeah but he tends to away to the big teams he'll be very conservative I'd like to see him go with that same kind of lineup again because I think Antonio running at an Arsenal defence I'd like to see but um, I think if he does that then I could see West Ham getting a score draw, but I don't think he's going to, so I've got Arsenal to win 3-1. Okay, fair enough. I think Arsenal win. I'm not sure about a clean sheet. Um, yes, Arsenal confirmed the extra game week, of course, as we were discussed. Um, Arsenal beat the Hammers away from home back in December. The front three that day was Aubameyang, Pepe and Martinelli, mm. but we'll be more likely to see, I think, Nketiah or Lacazette through the middle, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, Saka, obviously, is the assist king, probably the best player. <laughs> um, four nails for West Ham. Last two games, two assists, one goal. Yeah. Uh, and the only current West Ham players who have scored against Arsenal are mm. Declan Rice and Angelo Ogbonna. Okay. But he's a threat, that guy from set pieces, as is yeah. Diop, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fantasy football chat prediction for fan tracks player wise, uh, Sabeos, mm-hmm. who looks very good as we saw the other night, is now seems a quite a, a solid fixture that side. Yeah. Because he covers for Saka. Yeah, yeah. While Saka goes and plays left. Yeah, he kind of pushes out and covers that kind of, not so much like the kind of semi left back, left side of defensive midfield kind of. The Fabian Delfron. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That kind of Fabian Delfron. And yeah, he's a good, tidy player. I I feel like in FPL, he's maybe not ever going to get you many points, but in in your draft, he's useful. Mm. Well, he keeps banging the assists. We'll see. Yeah. Um, very cheap on FPL, of course. Yeah. 4.6 mil. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 here. Okay. Good. Uh, Palace versus Watford. Uh, these, the, uh, these two only played the first Premier League fixture against each other back in 2015. Palace were victors that day, 1-0. Mm. So in all, they've played nine games. Watford have won three. Palace have won three. And there's been three draws. It was 0-0 in December at Vicarage Road. Watford uh, won the previous two matches 2-1 against okay. Palace. Um, Palace, in their last two games against Brighton and forget who it was, respectively, two clean sheets on the bounce. Mm. This is going to be a tight game, surely. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Um, I watched the Palace-Brighton game at the weekend and wasn't the greatest game I've ever seen. Two teams that I think struggle to score goals consistently. Um, I thought Benteke actually had a good game, but never really looked like scoring. Well, actually, you say that, and Benteke's XGI was one of the best uh, in mm. the league at the weekend. It's actually yeah. better than players such as like Calvert-Lewin, who gets a lot of praise mm. So yeah, you're not you onto something there. Yeah, I think Watford losing Delafeo is a blow for the rest of the season. However, I think in Perea they've got a good player to come in and yeah. a good player and a, a goal threat might be a cheap option to pick up at the moment. Mm. Watford obviously moved out of the bottom three with that 
surprising win thanks to goal difference as well. Palace, they look safe now, but they do have a tricky final few games. So they do need to pick up maybe one more result, but um, I think they'll be fine and I can see them kind of being on the beach for pretty much the rest of the season. Starting now. from this game? Yeah, I actually fancy Watford in this game. I don't think this is going to be a spectacle, but I feel like Watford will get a win with a clean sheet. I'd predict 1-0. Watford have then got a run of games where I think that bringing in Watford players could be useful, or this might just be an overreaction to that Liverpool game. But yeah. They've got Palace, Leicester, who are bang out of form at the moment. Burnley, who's winning run, surely got to come to, got to <laughs> an end. end at some point. Southampton... Chelsea, Norwich, Newcastle, West Ham are the next few fixtures. Mm -hmm. So you can see them picking up some points there as well. So I fancy Watford for 1-0. The players that I would look at are obviously Saar. If you're playing with Conte points, obviously Kapu, who's a monster. <laughs> and then a good goalkeeping option is Ben Foster. Mm, but Watford defenders are pretty sh uh, cheap still, around yeah. the 4.2, 4.3 mark. Mm. Um, I just always feel like they're liable to get a red card, literally all of their defenders. All so. of them, all <laughs> yeah. of them, exactly. Fair enough, I'm going for nil-nil. Okay. Uh, Zaha to hit the post again, like <laughs> he did against Brighton. Zaha's struggling this season, though, isn't he? His, his goal contributions and assists are, are really Massively down. dropped off. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, fantasy football chaps have gone for Ben Take and Cabaselli of Watford. Okay. The super quickstures. Right, let's roll the music. And let's... Have some bluesy time. <laughs> uh, Man United versus Man City, Nate. Last time Man United beat Man City or Trafford in Premier League was 2015. I think I've already said that before. Mm. What do you reckon? Um, I think Man City will win this. I can't see a clean sheet, though. I think they'll win 3-1. Absolutely right. There's no way Ole Gunnar Solskjaer can do Pep again. That was mm. just luck before. I'm going to go with 3-0. Arsenal versus Man City also in the double game week. How oh, do you yeah. see that one going? Hmm. I... I think Arsenal will get something in that game. I think um, I'd fancy a score draw in that too. All tactically, it's going to be tight. It's Pep versus the yeah, apprentice. Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be a real game to watch, actually. Yeah, two all is good for me. Liverpool versus Bournemouth against Watford. Liverpool's xG was only zero point two nine, which was the worst in the whole of game week twenty eight. They didn't mm. look any better against Chelsea, to be fair. In a tricky period at the moment, aren't they, Liverpool? But also Bournemouth are in a bit of a tricky period as well. So I fa fancy Liverpool to win this, get back on track, clean sheet. 2-0. All right, yeah. 1-1. One, one. I did predict 6-0, though, last week. So. Yeah, he did. Sheffield <laughs> uh, United versus Norwich. Sheffield uh, United unbeaten in three. Norwich on the back of that 1-0 win against Leicester, of course. Very good. Mm. Uh, this was a close 2-1 win for Sheffield United last time out. Mm, Ender Stevens fit for Saturday, apparently. What do you reckon, Nate? I think if Ender Stevens makes a big difference to their team on the left-hand side, I think if he's back, then I would fancy Sheffield United to win this. Fairly easy, actually. 2-0. All right, 2-1 I'm going for. But Bernie and Duda are the players of uh, fantasy football chaps. Okay. Wolves versus Brighton. Brighton, no wins in eight matches. Mm. Wolves unbeaten in four. Two wins on the bounce. Seven goals in those two games. Um, Jota has three goals and two assists in the last two games. What do you reckon? Wolves win? Yeah, I'm going for another clean sheet as well. I think Wolves to win this one. 3-0. Um, Brilliant. I've uh, somehow flagged up Martinho because I think he's due an assist. Yeah. Uh, Brighton just don't look like they're going to score at the moment. No. If, unless Morpay does something on his own, then they just don't look like they're going to score. Well, Moyes looked lively. He looked lively against Palace. His stats reflect that, but still yeah. no gravy. Mm. Chelsea versus Everton. Uh, Chelsea have only won one of their last six and failed to contain Everton's front two when they last met, losing 3-1 in the process. Mm. Chelsea. Uh, I fancy Chelsea to... Lose this one. Okay, one new Everton. Leicester versus Villa. Come on, Leicester won their away fixture 4 1. Vardy, Bracey, and Nacho, but Villa have got their revenge. 
They got their revenge in the Carling Cup. Um, no wins in four for Leicester. Yeah, Leicester, 12 points from the last 12 games, actually, and they've gone 300 minutes without a goal at the moment. They're missing Didi big time. Indeedy, score. Uh, Villa to win 2-1. All right, I'm going to go 1-0 Leicester. And that is that. Right, clean sheet forecast in Nath. Um, go on in. Watford, Liverpool, Sheffield United, Burnley, Wolves. Okay, I've gone for Newcastle, Everton, Palace, Watford. Okay. There's a nil-nil there for Palace and Watford, yeah. of course. I don't feel good about it, though. <laughs> right, that's the whistle for full time. But don't go anywhere. We've got the post-match analysis, which is just the answer to the quiz question. <laughs> Here we are, post-match, uh, Roy Keane and Jamie Carragher arguing, but we're going to do the answer to the quiz question. Uh, Nathan, Liverpool, of course, lost 3-0 to Watford the weekend. The last time they lost to Watford in the Premier League was back in 2015. The score again was 3-0. Oli Nogalo scored two goals. Mm. I want you to name the Dutchman who scored the other. For a bonus point, who played in goal for Liverpool that day? Okay, let's do okay. with this goal scorer first. Dutchman. Um, Dutchman Watford. Uh, Shall I give you a clue? Is it Daryl Yammer? No. <laughs> Defender though. Marvin Ziegler? No. Um, Nathan Ake. Yes! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> wow, well done. Well done. Generally surprised. I had to double check it. the stats were right and he actually did play for Watford. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you want to have a hazard, I guess, at the uh, Liverpool goalkeeper? Liverpool then? goalkeeper. Uh, Carius. No. Simon Mignolet. No. Uh, Peggy Arfexan. No. Good <laughs> shout um, Ginger. Oh, Bogdan. Yeah, Adam Bogdan, yeah. Yeah. Hungarian, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah Terrible keeper. There you go. Uh, explains a lot about that 3-0. It does, actually. Yeah. It? yeah. Right, and that's it from us this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we don't know when, actually, because that Wednesday fixture really messes with the recording. So we might record on the... Thursday. Uh, many thanks to Nathan. Thank you, mate. Um, top marks, secret journalist, Tommy Gunn. I'm just thanking people who aren't even here. Bowstring the Cup, aka Matt Kearney, FBN Infra, and to the fantasy football chaps. If you need to, uh, you can contact us at FPOD. If you want to contact any of the guys here, contact us and we'll put you in touch. Enjoy game week 29. We'll see you next week. Let's go.